time to cover all things Catholic in the heart of South and Central Texas. Live from the studios of the Guadalupe Radio Network, get ready to rise and walk with Richard and Julie Reyna. And just like that, folks, we are back with you live here in studio, of course, with my co-host, Julie Reyna, today. Good uh, afternoon, actually, everybody. Good afternoon. I just, boy, all the different steps to make this thing go. <laughs> I keep saying it every single Tuesday. You know, folks, if you're out there and you... Uh, have the opportunity to to maybe run the board with us and learn some things and and not I should say the social media part of it because uh, the social media <clears throat> part uh, is, a, is a challenging task for me and I want to make sure I give any, somebody the opportunity out there to help us get the word out via Facebook and I think it's Twitter or Instagram or and YouTube and all those different uh, ways to get the word out and uh, help me out. Send us a text. Send us an email at kjma at grnonline.com or kvm or any one of our station call letters uh, and see if we can make it happen, see if we can help us out. So it would be great. Julie, how are you doing today? We're doing very well. I'm telling you, it's kind of hot today. Uh, it's not as, um, shall we say, breezy as it's been a few days. I know during the weekend I was inside most of the time and you were outside. And at one point our daughter walked in and said, it's like 100 degrees outside, Mom. It's really hot. So it's a little bit toasty. I think we're starting to feel the beginnings of what will become possibly a hot summer. So um, it's nice and sunny. And there are a few people riding around, driving around. Several people are still, many people, most people are still in their homes and staying home. So God bless you all. Um, but it's another glorious day that God's given us. Uh, do you know what today is? Yes. What? Are you talking about the fourth? View? <laughs> is that what you're Today's May fourth, so May 4th. it's okay, May the fourth. So be with you. <laughs> I only know about this from you and the kids. I really don't pay well, attention to that. Well, Jonathan is how I know that. Oh, but sorry. I did giggle when I saw the um, what is it? The text dot screens that you drive by on the way here. I'm praying the rosary, and I'm I'm obviously paying attention to my surroundings, and I see. Uh, Luke, I am your father. Slow down. Don't drive so fast. And may the fourth be with you. <laughs> and I thought, okay. <laughs> oh, funny. That's kind of funny. Totally but so, yeah. So, <laughs> for those of you, uh, what is, I almost said Star Trek. That's horrible, horrible. Um, for those of you who are Star Wars fans, this is like a big day for everybody because it's, you're supposed to say, may the fourth be with you, right? Yeah. And it's like all yes. things Star Wars of or something. Yeah. Maybe we anyway. should watch some Star Wars tonight. Of course, that's very new agey. You knew that. Oh, no. So maybe we shouldn't ever say that again. That's um, right. Well, it's more important to talk about. You. Exactly. I was going to say, it's much more Holy important to go. say, may the Holy Spirit be with you. And yeah. that's what we're going to be talking about that's today, right? Of course. See that good segue? So, again, happy Easter. Hallelujah. We're still in the Easter season. He has risen um, indeed. Loving Hallelujah. that. For those of you tuning in via Facebook, please click on the share button. Another screen will pop up, and you can start a watch party and let all your friends know that we're on the air on Facebook Live, as well as in your local Guadalupe Radio Network affiliate here, the five stations in South and Central Texas, Woo-hoo. folks. Woohoo! Yeah, I gotta, I gotta say that again. <laughs> uh, quick, a couple of quick points at the beginning. Our Fishers of Men event. Um, hopefully, we'll finalize. Um, the new date for our event, because uh, it's being postponed, of course, because this whole COVID-19 thing going on, the pandemic. Um, I want to make sure that uh, we do, we're prudent, uh, but like to celebrate, but at the right time and the right That's way. Right. So, uh, yes, please be looking out for that. We also have a new website, Guadalupe Radio Network. Whew, finally are able to get out a website, our website. Awesome. Um, I, I like this one. Uh, if you tune in via your 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 device, uh, it'll ask you location settings. You know, you don't have to do, but if you say yes, you know, you can use my location. It will automatically bring you to 
the website particular to your location. And awesome. it, oh, yeah. that's great. So if you click on the stream, it'll start playing. For, you know, even if you're at home on your laptop, uh, via the Wi-Fi, I guess they can tell where you're located at, an, an area. Mm-hmm. So San Antonio, okay. Marble Falls, Fredericksburg, Kerrville, Uvalde, I think I got them all there. And that area, Very it'll set cool. it to you, and you'll hear, hear your local station. So praise God for that. So please uh, take a look at it. Um, so what's the what's the um, grnonline.com dot com is the same website. So same, it, same website. URL. Sorry, web address. Um, so please tune into that. Uh, check that out. Um, we got to update some information on it, but still, it's we want to get it out there. And I kind of I like about it is when you first jump on on your your desktop, your laptop, or whatever, there's an image of Our Lady Guadalupe, and I just I, I love the image of Our Lady Guadalupe. But if you're not really paying attention to it, it it moves. And, and oh, it very, very so slowly, so I just thought, whoa, something's going on. It kind of threw me threw me for a minute. But I think we set that to do that on purpose. But anyway, it caught my eye. Well, I looked it up right now, and it looks fantastic. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't it? It's awesome. So Radio cool. for your soul. Excellent. That's what we do. And at the very <laughs> bottom, it should say your local feed. Hopefully, it says San Antonio KJMA. Yeah, it says now playing, and then it has all the program schedules and listen live. It's very cool. Good. Excellent. So it's doing what it's supposed to. So again, grnonline.com. And of course, you know, like a lot of other uh, nonprofits out there, uh, we've been experiencing some challenging times. And uh, I want to thank you to all of you all out there that have stepped it up a bit to, to send in extra donations to help keep us going. We, we were you. down uh, from our spring charathon, um, and we've had some initiatives to try and raise some funds. Plus, we've had to postpone, and some of the markets actually cancel some of our features of many events. Mm-hmm. So we haven't officially done that for San Antonio yet. We're trying to make it all work out, and 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 it's a lot behind the scenes to make yeah. the location, the speaker, award recipient, and all that stuff. So please keep me in your prayers. Absolutely. But we've had to raise some extra funds, and uh, well, we were able to do that here in the South and Central Texas area. Uh, so God bless you all. But we're also, it's I think it's actually on our website, gonna have a an online auction. I'm trying to think of all kinds of things to to raise the funds we need. <laughs> Got to be creative if you're yeah, Catholic yeah, Radio. You have That's to. right. Um, I wish it all came in just via the radio, but it doesn't, but that's okay. Uh, so the online auction is, uh, I think, the majority of the items are wonderful, beautiful Catholic items. In fact, I have some items in our, in our office here. I know, they're beautiful gorgeous. Beautiful Catholic uh, mm-hmm. donated items, an image of, uh, I want to say image, but it's not an image, it's a relief of Our Lady Guadalupe. There's some antique uh, ones of a beautiful. crucifix and two candle holders, which must have been used during the celebration of Holy Mass somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, beautiful art, beautiful images, beautiful just things. You know, I think you can see some of them, not all of them yet, at the bottom of the website. Um, but it, I think we're going to start that this coming Friday night, I think at midnight. But we'll, we'll get all the details out there for you because there's a lot of information Very cool. that I have to gather. Well, you know, what's lovely about that is that you and I have been talking about how we need to look toward right now. Uh, the, our domestic church is at home, and we gave a lot of people um, some ideas on how to make their homes more of a domestic church and talked about hanging sacred art and using sacramentals and, and really embracing the beauty of all those sacred items. And how lovely would it be to go mm-hmm. online and participate in the auction and not only help the Guadalupe Radio Network, but also get things that would really change your home into a beautiful sanctuary slash domestic church. Right. What a so, lovely idea. Yeah, it's awesome. I really love Fantastic. it. So um, please support your local Guadalupe Radio Network affiliate and uh, take a look at all the items out there. 
we got items all over, um, lower valued <laughs> items to higher valued items. I, mean, I think I'm saying it the right way. So there should be something there for everybody. We're Absolutely. still trying to gather a few more. In fact, if you've got something that you'd like to donate to us, you know. Oh, that's a great idea. Send me an email that's to Richard at grnonline.com. <clears throat> maybe you've inherited something um, or maybe it's something that has been passed down to you and you have, if you're like us, you have a lot of, you surround yourself with a lot of beautiful things, but maybe it's something that um, you would like to share with someone. You're just feeling called. Um, contact Richard and, and let someone else purchase that for the benefit of the station, but also um, enrich their Catholic lives with having a beautiful, holy item in their home. So the, yeah, that's a great idea. Amen. Awesome. Glad I came up with that. <laughs> and then don't forget the window stickers. For your co- local station, uh, send us an email to, again, if you're listening to us on KIVM 91.1 FM in Fredericksburg, just send an email to KIVM at GRNonline.com or KYRT or KGWE or KBMB or KJMA. And uh, tell us, hey, I'd like some window stickers, and I'll send them to you. I may, if you're in the local area, I may even drive it to you. But I may even <laughs> clean your window and put it on for you. That's how I roll. So, folks, uh, amen. Uh, please. Uh, uh, send us an email. I'd love to see the stickers everywhere. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. In fact, you know, I was at the, one of the local hardware stores uh, a couple of days ago, and uh, as I'm driving in, there was a car that pulled into a spot right before me, and I looked at it, and there was a sticker. Wow, really? Right, 9.7. So I waited, because I have these now 18-inch magnets on my vehicle now. And because you like to stalk your followers Of course, and your, I do. And your sorry, listeners. I am a stalker that way. <laughs> I waited for them to get out, and oh, I'm sorry, way. it was an H-E-B. It wasn't at one of the local hardware stores. H-E-B. Oh, okay. <laughs> and uh, they got out and went, and I just gave them a big thumbs up. And they looked at me and looked down and saw the agent and they went, oh, like, yes. That's awesome. I run the station, That's so awesome. I love doing that. Anyway, so on today's show, you know, we're now in the month of May, the month of Mary. <clears throat> the month of Mary. Hopefully a lot of you all out there did the consecration or re-consecration of St. Joseph. <clears throat> yes. Um, uh, this past Friday on St. Joseph the Workers Feast Day. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Pentecost is coming at us so fast. I know. So we're saying because it's at the end of the month that everyone's going, well, that's a long way away. Oh, no. I think we've all learned in the matter of time that. Time flies really quickly, and it will be upon us very soon. It sure will. And, you know, Pentecost, the coming of the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. um, Father Ed Hoff is always with us on, on, our, on our first show, first Monday of every show. And, uh, of course, so he's with us again today, and you've heard him in the background kind of whispering some things there. <laughs> uh, so we're going to talk about the coming of the Holy Spirit, uh, Mary's connection to the Holy Spirit, the, you know, the spouse of the Holy Spirit. And there I'm going to ask about uh, overshadowed, and I want to talk about that as well. But, you know, I, I, I love learning more about the Holy All Spirit. All things Holy Spirit. That's so, right. So that's going to be the majority of today's show. So please, please, please uh, tune in. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast in case you don't catch it live. You can always catch it later on. iTunes will let you know. Just look, for, search for Rise and Walk. Um, and then you can sign up that way. It's free. Uh, we don't charge you anything for it. You just keep us in your prayers for that. And, uh, yeah, tell your friends all about it. But today we're going to do something just a little bit different. Uh, usually I, I pray the opening prayer, but, you know, it hit me. You know, Julie mentioned it today. Why don't we have Father Ed? I'm like, of oh, course. Bing. The best prayer in the room. If you were with <laughs> us, you'd see my, the light bulb on my head come on. Like, duh. I, I know I, I, I never like opening or, or, or starting a prayer myself whenever when there's, there's a priest. When there's a holy priest in the room. Absolutely. Here with us. So we, we have Father Ed Hoff on first Monday. So <laughs> I'm going to make that, that change. So I'm going to ask Father Ed Hoff to, for the rest of the show to, to start us off with an opening prayer. Uh, Maybe invoking the Holy Spirit or something like that. So Father Ed, would you please? Uh, We're delighted. All right. Uh, cool. In this month of May, which is Mary's month, 
the one thing she would do more than anything is to lead us to the Holy Spirit. Absolutely. Who did Amen. everything for her. So well, let's do that prayer. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful and kindle in them the fire of your love. Send forth your spirit, and they, they shall, shall be created, created. and you shall renew the face, the face of, the of the earth. Let us pray. O God, who by the light of the Holy Spirit did instruct the hearts of the faithful, grant that by the same Holy Spirit we may be always truly wise and ever rejoice in his consolation through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. All right. Amen, amen, amen. Love it. All right. Awesome, 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 folks. Uh, so please, uh, let's get right into it. Uh, yes, the, we've got a lot to talk about. We do. It's funny how we're talking with Father Ed uh, before the show, and we jokingly said we could be out for 24 hours <laughs> and just keep going and That's going how awesome the Catholic going. faith is. There's always something to talk about that's beautiful and holy and uplifting and amazing and incredible and... You know, and we even talked about uh, the, the you know the cave of Saint Michael, and somebody graciously, uh, Bobby, uh, gave me a rock from the Bobby. cave of Saint Michael, and <laughs> and and Julie was reading something about you know like this good and holy priest uh, mentioned that we should all carry on with us. I'm like, I do. <laughs> but so so you know there's something to, Thanks to, be to God. wonderful things. So jumping right into it, Julie, uh, the Holy Spirit actually Father Ed and Julie, um, the Holy Spirit <clears throat> at Pentecost. Uh, uh, maybe a quick reminder of what uh, Pentecost uh, is and yes, why, Father, how we should prepare explain for it. How we, yes. Well, you know when Jesus ascended into heaven, it probably was a very difficult moment for him mm-hmm. emotionally on his human level because he was leaving these men who he had surrounded himself with for three years, leaving his earthly mother, Mary, Mm -hmm. in the physical way, and ascending into heaven. And so he had promised them before he did that, that he would always be with them. And so what's the way he is with us today, all of us till the end of time, is by the outpouring of his own spirit. Mm -hmm. Now, when we say that, we always think of, yes, the Holy Spirit is a third person distinct from the Father and the Son. But he is, in fact, the love between the Father and the Son. Because God's nature is love, right? God Mm -hmm. is love. So he is the love between the Father and the Son. You can't get any deeper love than that. (laughs) It's so deep that it's a person and it's divine. He sends that down at Pentecost. Mm -hmm. When it came, uh, in in Pentecost, the word Pentecost has nothing to do with this. (laughs) It's just a Jewish feast, the feast of the first harvest. But this was the first harvest of new souls. Because if you remember, Peter and the other 11, who were scared to death, <laughs> hiding out in the upper room, locked themselves in there, even though Jesus told Mary Magdalene, go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee and they will see me. Mm-hmm. Did they go to Galilee? No. <laughs> they locked themselves in the upper room in <laughs> Jerusalem. Gosh, because, they sound a lot mm-hmm. like us, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> so they locked themselves in the, out of fear. Of course, Jesus appeared to them there instead of in Galilee, kind of Upbraided them a little bit. <laughs> uh, but he showed himself to them and granted them you know, peace and the power to forgive sin in that first moment after the resurrection. <clears throat> but then he said to them, as he was ascending into heaven, wait here in Jerusalem. Now, don't go to Galilee now. now. I want you to stay here in Jerusalem until you receive the gift of my Father. Mm-hmm. You will, and remember John the Baptist had earlier said that Jesus put in the mouth of Jesus. You will baptized not many days from now with the Holy Spirit. Right. Mm-hmm. The word baptize in the Greek word baptizane, it's a Greek verb meaning to immerse. Immerse. So okay. I tell people, you know, when you jump in the shower, you are baptizane. <laughs> when you throw your clothes in the washing machine, they are baptizane. 
Um, and so when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, you are immersed in the very nature of God, mm-hmm. which is love, which is the Holy Spirit. So now God dwells in you and transforms you unless you fight him. And, re- and we do. We do a lot. <laughs> we do. Because of original sin, you know, mm-hmm. <clears throat> excuse me, because we have um, the wounded nature that original sin brought upon us, we tend to not focus on the things of the spirit, but rather on the things of the flesh, you know. Right. And I mean, in all sense, of whether it's just, you know, sound or touch or taste or smell or sexuality, whatever it may be. But if we could only understand that Pentecost, we were infilled with his spirit. Now, you got that at your baptism. Yes. Because right after I poured water over the baby's head, the next thing I do is anoint them with oil. Mm-hmm. As Jesus Christ was anointed priest, prophet, and king. Mm-hmm. That's all three levels. Mm-hmm. So may you be. Yes. So you're anointed in the moment of baptism with the Holy Spirit, and you, your soul is immediately configured mm-hmm. to Christ the priest. That's okay. so fantastic. How many so, times have we had babies, Father? Probably in our lives, and we've taken them to be baptized, and have we really thought about yeah. the transformation that's about to happen to our precious little child? Well, that's why I always went into baptism. I always read the Gospel of Mark, you know, yes. where Jesus is baptized in the Jordan, and the Holy Spirit came down upon him. Mm-hmm. I said, the same thing's going to happen here. Chances <laughs> are the roof of the church won't disappear, and the dove won't come down. What? Or the fire. <laughs> but that doesn't mean it isn't happening. It is happening. This child is now filled right. with the Holy Spirit, as we all were at the moment of our baptism. And you're configured to Christ the priest. Mm-hmm. So your soul becomes a priestly soul. So therefore, everything that you as lay people offer up to the Lord, whether it's a prayer, whether it's anything, mm-hmm. else, everything you offer becomes the offering of a priest of the mm-hmm. new covenant. Beautiful. And what is the priest's main role? <clears throat> to offer sacrifice. Mm. That's the role of the priest. It's not just to pray for people or baptize people. You know, all that goes with it, but it's to offer as we do each day, we offer to the Father His own Son. You know, yes, physically. I get. Remember, priests all over the world are offering Holy Mass every day, and even every if moment, we're stuck at every home. second of every day. We got a consecration it's going happening. on someplace for sure. You know, and I get at that moment, and it, it still stuns me. I get to hold the living, beating heart <laughs> of Jesus in my hand. I, Literally I just, true. Amazing. And I just focus on that. You can't. You, you know, I, if I had, the time, I'd probably stay there an hour. Doing that mass would never end, you know, but, <laughs> so you got to move on, and then you hold the living blood of Jesus in, in, the, in the chalice, and right after that, then later when you get to the sacrament of confirmation, mm-hmm. and the bishop comes and anoints you, and the bishop has the fullness of the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. because of his fullness of priesthood, and he breathes that Holy Spirit into you and anoints you with that oil again. Now you're configured <laughs> also to Christ the Prophet. Beautiful. So you're both. Okay, so you're first Christ the priest, then Christ the prophet. But what's the role of a prophet? The role the of a prophet basically is to be a witness. Right. Okay? You're to speak God to other people, speak his word, speak mm-hmm. his whatever. But the word witness in Greek is martyros. So you become a martyr Ooh. at that moment for Christ. Mm-hmm. So you're called to offer in, in your priesthood your whole being, but now you're also called to witness that and to witness everything God has done for you to the point of even if you need to pour out your blood. Most of us will hopefully never become red martyrs, blood poured, but white martyrs martyrs Mm -hmm. are very real. You know, you 
you give your life away mm-hmm. for the sake of the Lord. And um, <laughs> the other day I had my oblate cross with me and somebody picked it up and I said, be careful with that. I gave my license, if you remember Jesus, whoever would be first among you has to be the servant of the rest. Mm-hmm. So you become uh-huh. shepherd, actually. You're, you're, you're there to feed the sheep. Mm-hmm. You know, you're there to lay your shepherd life down them. for the yes. sheep, whatever. So it's not, a, it's not a king in the role of being a despot. It's a king in the sense of being a servant. That's why the Pope's title yes. is servant of the servants of God. You know, so anyway, and he's the high priest of all of us. So in that particular situation, what you were talking about earlier, um, that we received that infilling of the Holy Spirit, and Mary did. Mm-hmm. She received it in the womb of her mother, Anne. Yes. Before anybody knew that that was happening, of course. And later, I mean, the church came to believe that. And then finally, Pope St. Pius IX um, in 1854 declared it, you know, the Immaculate Conception, that Mary, from the first moment of her conception, was preserved free from original sin, Mm -hmm. which we see the same thing at that moment as happens in our baptism. We're free from original sin in view of the future merits Mm -hmm. of the death of her son. Right. Because God's outside of time. Yes. Okay. And that's something that we need to remind people about all the time is that God is outside of time yeah. and he can do all because he right. is outside of time. He sees all, everything as if it's in yes. the now. So he knows everything that's going to happen till the end of the world. Right. He knows everything that's happened you know, before the world began. I mean, mm-hmm. he's, everything is an instant now. And so in knowing that, he infilled Mary with the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Which took away, that's what happens at baptism. We're filled with the Holy Spirit because the original sin is simply the lack of God's life in us. Right. It's a negative, it's not a positive. Okay. We haven't done anything. Our, our first parents did it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We haven't done anything. Right. You know, we're not, it's not actual sin. We haven't committed any sin, but we're brought into the world purely human Mm -hmm. because our first parents, we come after them and we, we have the, Generational curse right. that comes through. Many of, of have generational curses anyway, is from the sins of our ancestors. However, once the Holy Spirit comes in, then you are no longer in any kind of sin, right? Mm-hmm. So I always used to tell people, you know, <laughs> laugh at this because I used to tell kids when I was teaching high school that um, sin is the absence of God. Mm-hmm. It's like the hole in a donut. Is it something real or is it lack of something real? Right. Then they went and invented munchkins. <laughs> <laughs> also those don't know. So I had, I had to change that image right off. <laughs> but it is. It's a lack of, it's a lack of God's life in us. Mm-hmm. So then, as we know, we just go back probably not more than 14 years after Mary was conceived and born. She was probably about 14, mm-hmm. maybe 15 at the most, because that would have been the normal marriage age mm-hmm. in those days. The angel Gabriel came to her. And said to her, Hail Mary, full of grace. You have found favor with God. And Mary is scared to death. I would be too. You know, and suddenly this image appears and you're not used to seeing those images or understanding what they are. And Mary was disturbed by the greeting until he said to her, Don't be afraid. You have found favor with God. You shall conceive and bear in your womb a son. And people will call him great because he will be savior of his people. Just in so many words. And Mary looks at the angel and says, how can that happen since I 
don't have any relations with a man. In other words, she was engaged to be married, but she wasn't married yet. Um, in, in Israelite uh, history, the religious ceremony took place at the betrothal. So you came before the rabbi, the two people who were going to be husband and wife. They pledged their lives to each other, exchanged their rings, whatever they did. That happened at the betrothal. Then they went home to their own parents' home while he built a house. When the house was ready, when everything was ready for the to go in, then the word would go out that uh, the marriage will take place on such and such a day. And I, so, and what would happen is either one of two things: the father of the bride would bring her on a donkey or whatever to the groom's house, and along the way, the word would go out, and people would come out on their front porch or whatever they had in those days. There was nothing second nature, not second floor, of course. Everything was <laughs> ground level. But they would come out, and when the bride was coming by, they would throw coins or whatever, you know, to help them to get started. They would shower them with gifts, which is the whole beginning of bridal showers. Mm-hmm. That's oh. how it came to be. <laughs> and then she would be led by her maiden girlfriends who would go along, you know, beating pots and pans with a stick or whatever to make <laughs> the noise, you know, that this is coming along. Very often it became a joke in those days that the groom would oftentimes delay. Coming. Uh-huh. If you remember, the course, the story of the five prudent virgins and the five oh, yes. uh, imprudent virgins who didn't take oil with their lamps. You know, so the lamps went out and he came in, the door was locked. So when the groom brought the woman to the house of the fathers of the bride, brought her, and then she was carried by the groom over the threshold, without, that was the wedding. Uh-huh. That was considered the marriage. From that moment on, they were married. Although they were considered to be as if they were married from the betrothal. That's why when Mary was found with child, and it wasn't by Saint Joseph, and he knew that. And even though they hadn't the marriage hadn't actually taken place yet, that was considered adultery. Because they were committed to each other before God. And of course we know that the angel had to come and straighten Joseph's uh, fear out, you know, that he what is he gonna do? He couldn't marry her, but he didn't wanna hurt her, didn't want to have her stoned or anything. He loved her too much for that. Who wouldn't love her? She's the most fantastic woman ever he'd created by God, you know. So uh, then the angel came as you remember and told um Joseph to take her as his wife. Because what was in her was from the Holy Spirit and Joseph obeyed. He was perfect in his obedience. The point that we mentioned earlier that comes into play right here is when Mary said, how can this be since I do not have relations with a man? She had a perpetual law of virginity that she had taken in the temple as a child. And the angel said to her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. Now, the Holy Spirit had already come upon her, but he'll come to her in a new way, in a deeper way. And the power of the Most High will overshadow you. It sounds so nice. And it is nice. But it was a Greek, or rather a Jewish euphemism for sexual intercourse. When you're overshadowed, it means you have had sexuality, penetration. It was just a nice way of putting it. You know, you were overshadowed. But the one who overshadowed you will be God. And so the child to be born will be called Son of the Most High. And mm. he will have the throne of David, his father, because he was from the father, from the you know, from the tribe of Judah, which you know, uh, of which David was part of, <clears throat> and so when Mary received that infilling of the Holy Spirit at that moment, I will never forget this moment. I was on a pilgrimage to Italy many years ago, 
And we were at Nazareth, and we're going to say Mass. Have you been there? Been yes. to Nazareth? No? Oh, we, oh, to, yeah. the, Nazareth. to the Church of the Annunciation? And the, yes. Yes, oh, yes, we yes, have. Yes. Okay. You know, in the middle of the church is a church built over a church, which is built yes. over a yes. church, as you remember. Uh-huh. The original church is right where that cave is. Uh, yes. yes. There was a house on that cave, which, of course, the angels moved to Ephesus later right. on to prevent it from being the destroyed yes. by, the, by the Saracens. So, at any rate, um, on the, there's an altar inside that gate. And I mm-hmm. said mass right yep. at that altar. Oh, wow. Not, not, not the inside one. Oh, okay. But the the, one, the like, one in the middle. Oh, wow. Yeah, yes. kind of like an amphitheater. They were featuring that on a holy mass this morning on EWTN. Okay. And then there, right just next to that, that, as you go up that little stairs, there's a kneeler there, and there's a, a gate, and behind mm-hmm. that there's mm-hmm. an altar. Is and the on altar. the front of the altar, it says, Verbum caro hic factum est. Yes. The word of God here. Became mad, and I had yes. goosebumps on my goosebumps. <laughs> my heart stopped. I mean, it was like, I mean, and the spot where this happened, this is exactly where mm-hmm. Mary was infilled with the Holy Spirit yes. and where Jesus was conceived, right. at that very place. It's like, whoa. <laughs> we stood at that gate, Father, and, and the gates were closed, but I mean, they you're literally closed. right yeah. in front of the yeah. altar. You, right s- right you could stick your hand, yeah. Yeah. exactly. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. And then you saw on the front that there's, a, there's that plaque on the front, yes. written in yes. Latin, but it's in marble. Verbum Carl Hick Factimus. Yes, is the word here in, in Latin. So here, right on this spot, the word was made flesh. And they prayed the Angelus while we were there. And when you think about oh, it, the Angelus is the prayer yeah. of the moment that it's happening. Exactly. And the priests process in, and the gate opens up, and the priests go inside that little caved area, and they stand right in front of the altar, and they. They say the words that actually happened yeah, at the Annunciation. It's mess. fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. When yeah. all of that comes together in your head and you well, realize where you I are know. and I what's happening. I wasn't there for that, but I stood there in front of it and said, <laughs> oh, my Lord. <laughs> it was just incredible Pretty to amazing. have that opportunity. Uh, so you were talking about you know, the relationship between Mary and the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, he is, yes, her spouse, because he is the one who placed within her the seed which... Mm-hmm. Became Jesus on the human level, and people often will sometimes say, if they, unless you know they've been more highly educated, you know, why did that have to happen? Well, there's a very good reason. When man offended God, I mean, it's one thing if we offend another human being. Mm-hmm. You can go to that human being and say, "Listen, would you please forgive me? I'm just sorry. I really it was out of sorts. I didn't mean to say what I did." And the person says, oh, forget about it. It's all right," and you're forgiven. But this is an offense against God. Mm-hmm. So the only one who can make up for that has to be God, right? I love how you said that, because I know we listened to Archbishop Sheen recently and uh, talked about sin and, and, and the infinite, <clears throat> uh, uh, I'm not sure if you say damage, but a, a debt that we could not repay was so infinite. Right. The only way it could be repaid would be by? Okay. Somebody equal to the Father. You got it. Okay. Perfection, exactly. Uh, the, the, the example I used to use with high school kids was this. It's a big Washington, a parade going on in Washington on Pennsylvania Avenue. Big, big, big uh-huh. day. All yes. the heads of state are there. Right. So you've got a car goes by, and there's Queen Elizabeth, and the car goes by, <laughs> and there's the President of France, and the car goes by, and there's the Prime Minister of Canada, and the cars go by, there's the United, President of the United States, and all these cars are going on. Well, as the Queen of England goes by, somebody... American, somebody from the crowd runs out and spits in her face. Oof. Now you've got an international incident. (laughs) So some other guy in the crowd who said, oh my God, that's all. He runs out with a handkerchief and wipes her face. Is that the end of the story? 
No. No. Although what he did was wonderful, this was a head of state, and he can't make up, this ordinary person cannot make up to a head of state. Mm-hmm. And if the president of France, well, you know, French people, uh, French men are very debonair, you know, oh. so he could, <laughs> you know, run out with his, his uh, kerchief, you know, and wipe her face. That would be good. Head of state, head of state, that's good. But he doesn't represent the person who did it. So the only one who could do that and end it would be the president of the United States. He'd right. have to get out of the car, go and apologize to the queen, wipe her face, whatever. Right. He was equal to her in dignity, but he was also the representative of the one who did the action. Mm-hmm. Now, that's exactly what we're dealing with here. The only one who could make up to God for the sin was God. Mm-hmm. But the he had to represent the person who did it, so he had to be human. Mm-hmm. But human and God are terms that don't exist together, except in this one case. Yes. Where Jesus, at the in obedience to his Father's will, took on our human nature. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, is the whole reason why Satan rebelled. Mm-hmm. Right. Why Lucifer rebelled. Because right. he would not serve, serve. No. Right. someone who was... Human. What he considered lower beneath right. his dignity. He's right. an angel and the greatest of all the angels. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, when he found out that his queen would be another human, that was that a was the end of the story. Woman. Wow. Petite, so at that particular little point, delicate thing. He yes. just said, No, I will not serve. <laughs> and he got all his right. proud compatriots to go now, with Now, Father, him. let me ask you a question because <clears throat> the reason why this conversation was inspired was because we've had a lot of conversations with people over the course of probably, I mean, 20 years now where a lot of people have thought about or maybe have not thought about the connection between Our Lady and the Holy Spirit, right? And we were talking about a lot of things before the show began because it's she's so connected with him for obvious reasons. But why do you think it is that so many Catholics in particular do not put them together in the way that it is absolutely necessary and right and just that they should be put together. Because so many people think, I can have the Holy Spirit, but Our Lady isn't necessarily uh, conducive, necessary, um, related. What would you, first of all, why do you think that is a very prevalent, I know why I think that's a very prevalent thought, but I want you to tell me, and then tell me why it is absolutely the opposite of what we are, reality is. Well, I think part of it is that we have had some, unfortunately, some inadequate religious education. I right. think that's part of most everything that goes on. Uh, and I'm not putting down people who teach our faith. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they do the best they can. But, I mean, it, it's, you know, I studied years and years and years and years, you know, in theology and degrees and things, to get, you know, to understand what I'm trying to, to share with you. And that is that not only is the Holy Spirit the spouse of Mary, but in fact, um, Mary and the and the Holy Spirit are so united as you and I are because he entered into us at the moment of our baptism. Mm-hmm. He entered into Mary uh, at the moment of her consecration to God. They didn't have baptism in those days uh, mm-hmm. as we understand it today. But she was baptized by the Holy Spirit himself. Mm-hmm. You know, we're baptized by a priest or a deacon, and you know that fulfills the the full obligation of, of being baptized. But Mary herself was baptized by the Holy Spirit, so He's integral and united and and 
mm-hmm. connected to her in that particular way. Not only that, <clears throat> but the Holy Spirit dwelling within Mary also is the one who fills her with all of the knowledge, all of the wisdom, all of the she receives. She has right. all of the gifts of the Holy Spirit to their fullest. That's a beautiful point to make that okay. she has all of the and gifts. And what are the, those? I'm talking about the gifts for you. Yes. Those are the ones that from Isaiah chapter right. 11. Right. Wisdom, understanding, Ending. counsel. She can give good advice. You know, right. she's a mother. Yeah. She gives good motherly <laughs> advice. Fortitude. Knowledge, piety, piety, and fear yes. of the Lord. Piety means this awesome reverence uh-huh. before God. That's what all fear of the Lord, by the way, means yes. too. Piety means that we adore and we give glory to God and we just want to do that. And fear of the Lord doesn't have anything to do with fear in the sense of divinity. Right. It means fear in the sense of awesome reverence. Right. So she has all of that. Mm-hmm. Plus she has all of the other gifts of the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit, which Jesus had, of course, from the moment of his baptism, which are the ministerial gifts or what we call the manifestation right. gifts. Wisdom in speaking, words of knowledge, faith, the kind that moves mountains, healing, miracles, tongues, prophecy, interpretation of tongues, and all of those. She has all of those. And the fruit of the Holy Spirit is 100% within her all the time. Mm-hmm. With, with the fruit of the Holy Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, mildness, kindness, faith, generosity, and perfect self-control. That's right. There has all of that. Because the Holy Spirit dwells within her. And so why wouldn't we we want to follow that beautiful yeah. model, right, yeah. Father? Amen. She's the perfect human on earth. One more thing quickly. I know we're almost out of time. But on Calvary, mm-hmm. Jesus looked at his mother dying in sorrow at mm-hmm. the foot of the cross. Mm-hmm. And he looked at her and he said, Isha, woman, behold your son. Mm-hmm. Now, in that moment, Mary had to let go of the divine son and take on a human son. Yeah. That's the pain of childbirth in which she bore the church. That's right. Okay? She brings oh, wow. about, right. in labor pains greater than you ever had, yes. Julie, or any woman has ever had, because sure. it's, this is more on the deeper sorrow. Right. She brings about the having to let go of this Mm-hmm. divine son who was perfect mm-hmm. and John who was I'm sure very sinless and very wonderful and, and, and virginal in every other way but it's the way below what but she bore all of us yes. at that moment so she's our mother yes I don't know about you but we can't live without a mother I mean, <laughs> I mean we can you can't we can't come into life without right. a mother. you have to have that so that alone and that's why many people say to me well um where do you get this idea, you Catholics, that you have to uh, uh, worship Mary? <laughs> well, first of all, we don't worship we Mary. We don't worship her. At all. She's not God. But we honor her with what? There's three words in Latin. Okay, I, I was just I about to say. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you, you have, it's actually from the Greek. You have the word um, Julia? for worship. Yes. You know, total worship. And then you have a word for honor. Uh-huh. And then you have a word for super honor. Uh-huh. Okay. The word for honor is dulia. Uh-huh. So that's we give all the saints and all the holy people. Right. Hyperdulia, way it's beyond regular that. dulia. Way beyond that's above for Mary. That. You know? Right. And then what did you say, Richard? Dulia. No, he said oh, dulia. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> I just, all of a sudden just went out of my head. The word for worship. Uh, it'll come back in a minute. Uh, my ED, uh, yes, ED it's coming to me. <laughs> and anyway, so we give worship to God. Uh, it's just right there, but it just won't pop in. Anyway, and then Dulia to saints. Hybrid Dulia Hyper- to Mary. Okay. And so Mary... Latria. Re- huh? Latria. So, That's it. Thank woo-hoo! you. Thank you. 
I do know something about the guy. I don't know. He's just younger than I am. <laughs> His brain isn't as, as decrepit as mine. At any rate, um, so yeah, God receives lottery, which is total worship. But he gave to her, us as her children. Mm-hmm. So people will say to me, uh, well, why, are you, why do you worship her? First of all, we don't worship Mary. We honor her and love her. And then I say to them, let me, let me ask you this question. Was Jesus a good Jew? Yeah, yes, he was. he was very good Jew. Did he keep all the commandments? Yes, he did. Yes. Okay, what's the fourth commandment? Honor your mother your and father. Honor your mother and your father. Did Jesus honor his mother? Yes. Good. So if we honor his mother, are we not doing exactly what Jesus did? That's right. So if it's wrong for us to do it, it would have been wrong for him to do it, right? <laughs> they just look at you. They have no answer for that. Oh, I love to say, is Jesus your brother? And they go, well, yeah. I said, then Mary is your mama. <laughs> <Sorry. Exactly. laughs> well, it's true. Exactly. Same idea. So we have, we, we she's our mother. Right. And we she bore us with terrible labor pains in right. Calvary. And now she's there every moment of every day praying for us, mm-hmm. interceding for us, guiding us, directing us, sometimes doing good motherly correction. Absolutely. <laughs> a little smackdown is always good yeah, for oh, a soul. She does that you know, <laughs> in her own gentle, loving way. I, I was watching the, the video last night on Fatima, and, you know, uh, I, when she says something to uh, uh, Francisco. Oh, what yes. Was he? Eight or nine, if he was even, if he was uh-huh. even that. Francisco. And she said, "You'll have to do many rosaries." Yes. So what the what the heck did this kid do? You know, <laughs> if he has to do many rosaries, I'm going to, have to do a hundred gazillion rosaries. <laughs> Unbelievable. But that's where we trust in the mercy of God and the love of God. You know, the, you repent and forg- ask forgiveness, and He grants it. But Mary is our mother. She mm-hmm. guides us and leads us. So this wonderful month of May, we should be conscious of that every day, praying especially to her. Asking for her wisdom and guidance to direct us, because she's always going to lead us only one place. That's right. Right to the heart of her son, and that's called heaven. Beautiful. Amen. Well, let, then let's let's end by saying very importantly that not only should we be recognizing that the Holy Spirit is with us in every aspect of our lives, because our Lord decides. On Pentecost, he says, I'm going to leave someone with you. I'm going to bring, he's going to descend and he's going to be with you. But even as importantly, remember the link between Our Lady and the Holy Spirit as she is the spouse of the Holy Spirit Mm -hmm. and how necessary, she's not an option for a Catholic. She is absolutely necessary to your growing in holiness. Every grace that Jesus won for us on Calvary is poured into the Immaculate Heart That's Mary, right. She's the mediatrix of all graces. That's right. Wow. That's right. So we need Our Lady in order to receive the Holy Spirit well and better. Um, we used to, we need her as our model. She's the Queen of Apostles, and it was the Apostles, yes. as you remember, when Jesus multiplied the loaves and the fish. Mm-hmm. He gave it to them to distribute. Right. So he did the miracle, but mm-hmm. they got to distribute it. Mary distributes everything he won for us on Calvary. Right. That's why her hands are always out with the graces flowing Amen. from her hands. And you notice at her apparition at Rue de Bac in Paris in 1831, uh-huh. which is a miraculous medal. Yes. There's not rays coming from all of her fingers. Right. And there are oh. actually, I also noticed that at La Salette, she's got her hands in, in her, her sleeves. sleeves yeah. And that is very obvious. This is a really important point. Uh, you make, Father. We need to go to Our Lady and ask for those so, graces daily. And she said that. Every so moment. Many more, I knelt in that chapel at mm-hmm. Rudenbach, and I looked at it, because it's written in French, but I understand French. So it just said, you know, basically, here at this altar, I will grant you whatever you ask. Graces you need, yes. Wow. 
And I asked, big time. <laughs> the old yes. lady right there where Mary appeared. So, so I, I, man, I tell you, I, I, we could go on for hours. I love this. I love learning more. I love sharing about our beautiful Catholic faith, all things Holy Spirit, our, our Blessed Mother. Um, and I know Father has got to get going. So, Father, before you go, could you uh, part yes, a blessing Father, upon us and our listeners? Through the intercession of our Holy Mother Mary, who wants us to be blessed, we ask for this great blessing as we pray. May the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit descend upon you and remain with you forever. Amen. 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 God bless. Amen. All right, folks, Thank again, you, uh, we're going to be next month. Yeah, we're going to be taking a short break. Don't go anywhere. Keep down tuned right here to Guadalupe Radio Network. We'll be right back after this short break. Stay tuned for more Rise and Walk here on the Guadalupe Radio Network. The Theology of the Body Institute is excited to announce the Free Theology of the Body Virtual Conference on May 8th through the 10th. The TOB Virtual Conference will feature 50-plus of the most prominent speakers and artists. They will show you how St. John Paul II's Theology of the Body applies to everyday life, how it will transform your prayer life, and how it will bring your Catholic faith alive in new and brilliant ways. To register, visit tobvirtualconference.com. Are you ready? Get set? Go! Hi, Joe McLean here, and I'm excited to share with you that the Ready, Set, Go online auction will be kicking off all across the GRN this Friday morning. It's a wonderful way to support our Catholic media apostolate, helping to share the good, the true, and the beautiful all across the Guadalupe Radio Network. And you just might find that item that you really want to bid on. Log on to grnonline.com, scroll down to the local events, and click on the auction. Hi, this is Father Robert Spitzer. Thank you for listening to Rise and Walk here on the Guadalupe Radio Network, radio for your soul. This is Len Oswald, president of the Guadalupe Radio Network. Besides Mother Angelica, who else has been the most influential in the formation of the GRN? The answer is easy, Pope St. John Paul II. When he came to America in 1998, he said that sharing about the new evangelization would quote, depend in a decisive way on the lay faithful, being fully aware of their baptismal vocation and their responsibility for bringing the good news of Jesus Christ to their culture and society, unquote. His words caught our attention, causing us to ask ourselves, how could we further keep our four promises to the Blessed Mother? He inspired us to go deeper with our evangelization efforts. Within two years of hearing his words, we put our first Catholic radio station on the air. Today, we continue to be in inspired by his words as we grow the network which now reaches over 20 million souls every day this has been your grn family minute we are your catholic radio radio for your soul now back to rise and walk with richard and julie and just like that, folks, we are back with more Rise and Walk here on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for watching on Facebook. If you are, please, please, please share that with your friends. We want to make sure that all of you all are tuning in and uh, benefiting for the wonderful work uh, of Guadalupe Radio. Is yeah, it's of- really exciting to talk about the Holy Spirit and Our Lady because I just feel 
we were talking about this before the show began. Uh, you know, what is the biggest excuse we always give? I know I gave it a lot of times in my head. Maybe, maybe I never said it because I was just too embarrassed to say it. But the idea that we just don't have enough time to pray the rosary, we just don't have enough time in the day. There's not, not enough minutes in the day, we say, as we sit in front of our phones or sit in front of our televisions or chat with friends, you know, at lunchtime. We have time to pray the Holy Rosary. And, and it's funny how I, I love the prep work uh, before the show because so much stuff comes out. You know, I, <laughs> I had this term, this phrase of saying, like when Father Ed or whoever guest shows up, that my mental folder opens up for that person. Yeah, that was a good way to say it. And, and I, blah, 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 it just all starts coming out. And as you were looking up things, because we we're talking about the 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 rock from we the. We were Saint talking Michael's about cave. a bunch of stuff: the uh, cave of Saint Michael and the Holy Rosary and yeah, I, the I, roses. I yes, we're yes, I mean, there's so much to cram in these next wow, takes eight minutes. Yes, but uh, talking about the rosary, uh, ooh, got it with us right here. Um, that that when we you know there's this the four sets of mysteries that we have right now right um that part of that it was three sets and I, you know, I think you got a little bit of information about how the beginning of the fourth set of mysteries the luminous mysteries mm-hmm. got started Saint Saint Preca Saint Preca not right. not Pope John Paul Pope John Paul you know I'm he sure just he instituted it and in made it official but there right. was a there and, was a a man before him. Long before when, him, when who, oh, I don't even know. You know what you would find out in the Champions of the Rosary, oh, Rosary okay. book by Father Donald Calloway. And he talks about how this was on a, a new invention that Pope John Paul came up with. This is something that had already been promoted and, and, um, and inspired by God a long time before Pope John, Saint Pope John yeah, that's Paul. What I, say. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, how you said that? Um, promoted before. And what's beautiful that Father Calloway mentions about the luminous mysteries is that the luminous mysteries are about the life of Christ, whereas the, uh, the other mysteries are about Our Lady and the life of Christ after his passion. But this is more about his life during the time of his ministry. And, and he points out how obviously we need to be praying those mysteries because they're so important to, to today's life. The wedding at Cana, the baptism, the proclamation of the kingdom, the institution of the blessed sacrament, and also the institution of the priesthood. Oh, yeah. And these are things we need to be, these are things that are being attacked right now. And we need to be praying those luminous mysteries. So you and I were both talking about the fact that you know, or I was, I was lamenting the fact that we always complain about not having time to pray that one rosary, which you pointed out has been mentioned as it it's being basically a, a chaplet. Yeah, when you pray one set of mysteries, it's a chaplet. A when you chaplet. pray all the sets of mysteries together, that's the complete rosary. Mm-hmm. And we were just looking it up before the show began. We were talking about how St. Louis de Montfort, who I love, his true devotion to Mary is my and favorite s- and book. And Secret of the Rosary. Yes, and the Secrets of the Rosary. Secrets. Also read that too. That he points out that when you say um, a, a holy rosary with five mysteries, it's like a little wreath that you give to Our Lady. But when you say all the mysteries of the rosary, as in ever, a rosary with all five mysteries, another rosary with all five and going on and on, you're creating a crown that's large enough to fit on Our Lady's head and you're crowning her. And like you've heard before, probably, that every Hail Mary is like a flower, like a rose that you are offering to Our Lady. Let that sink in and inspire you. And if you need you need inspiration, you need to get the book. The Secrets of the Rosary by St. Louis de Montfort or True Devotion to Our Lady. That, those two books will inspire you incredibly and you will say, what in the world have I been doing with all my life? I need to be praying 
with devotion, with love to Our Lady. If I really want the Holy Spirit to dwell in me, as I hope he is through baptism and confirmation and through the sacraments you receive, we need to take Our Lady into our house, just like St. John took care of her, just like she gave birth to the church. And remember, when we're preparing for Pentecost coming at the end of May, Pentecost is the birthday of the church. So for all the mothers and fathers out there who are trying very hard to make their homes domestic churches, this we must prepare for this because this is the birthday of the Holy Catholic Church. We should be celebrating it like a birthday. Think about how much preparation goes into regular birthdays, the gifts and the celebration and the cake and the feasts. That's exactly what we should be doing on the Feast of Pentecost. We were, I was thinking about this as Father was talking, and I was like, oh, we don't have enough time to mention that. Now I do. We need to be making sure that we prepare our souls and our minds and our hearts for the birthday, for the descent of the Holy Spirit, for the inflaming. This is why we see images of all the apostles and Our Lady in the center in the upper room with flames on top of their heads, the tongues of fire. So you say we should get on fire? That's absolutely right. <laughs> we should be bursting with the Holy Spirit at every moment of every day. This is so important. And we've been given that gift. We need to strive towards receiving all those gifts of the Holy Spirit, fruits of the Holy Spirit, and really living them by virtue of following the example of Our Lady. So if you're not in the habit of praying the rosary, uh, start, start it. You know, of course, Joe McLean uh, put it out there at the beginning of Lent, um, and I like the idea, so I've been trying to incorporate it. Uh, praying rosary on the way to work. Absolutely. Pray during lunch. Pray it on the way home from work, mm-hmm. and maybe pray another one with your family. Absolutely. That way, you get all four sets of mysteries. Praying the entire rosary, and if, if I might change my, my verbiage a little bit, praying the chaplet, praying each set of mysteries four times a day, each, each set of ten. I'm sorry, five. Woo, I can't get it right. <laughs> H five decades of right. of the different sets of the mysteries. Right. Pray them five, 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 five to get all twenty in. That way you pray in the whole rosary, not just a chaplet throughout an entire day. Right. So make it a point to do that. Uh, our time is short. We've got about woohoo uh, three and a half minutes left. So uh, a great discussion. Uh, a little bit of after show. We're going to talk about it a little bit more. But I want to make sure. And for those listening on the air. Uh, don't forget to go to our website, grnonline.com. Uh, new website, same, same address. Uh, please allow uh, those select enable, uh, location settings so that way you come up to the settings of listening where you're at mm-hmm. because location settings tells you, can tell you where you're at. We will set the signal to or the feed, the stream to your location. That's awesome. Um, also, if you listen to us, on, if you go to it online, you'll see a reference to an online auction that we're going to start this coming Friday. Ready, I think, set, at midnight. go. I like the name. Yeah. We, we <laughs> want to make sure and do our very best to provide you opportunities to keep your airways Catholic and support Guadalupe Radio Network. So there's some wonderful items, whether you're uh, uh, low, medium, or high budget. We've got some items there for you, the beautiful items. Uh, I think you'll really like them. I think we might add an, an item or two or three more that are coming our way. Uh, please, it all goes to support the wonderful apostle of Guadalupe Radio Network Radio for your soul. Absolutely. I love doing that. And then please keep us in your prayers. Uh, we've got uh, uh, some challenges out there that we want to make sure uh, that our, your station is, is, it keeps going. That's right. It keeps doing what it's called to do. So uh, we got some things working behind the scenes, but please, like our Fishers of Men event, we used to have those uh, uh, details to work out. 
um, for your specific market, uh, although you're listening to us here in South and Central Market. Oh, but I might have a listener out of my listening area, <laughs> listening online. God That's bless true. you. That's and true. please take this stream. If you're watching us on Facebook right now, press the share button and then click on Start Watch Party. And that way your friends know that what it is you're listening to and you're watching. It's that easy to do. So, please, folks, please keep us in your prayers uh, as we keep you in ours. Every night. Absolutely. Our That's family right. That's in right. particular. Praise for all the benefactors of the GRN. Absolutely, you are in our prayers. And you all do the Divine Mercy Chaplet every day, and then you offer Masses monthly for your donors. Yep. It's uh, amazing. A novena of Masses. And, so, and listeners, yes. yes, absolutely. So with that, looks like we've got a few minutes left to go uh, before we jump into the after party. Again, the after show is simply for those folks that are listening to us and watching us on Facebook Live. Yeah. It keeps going. On the air, it stops, and you get to listen to Dr. David Anders and call the communion. So with that, Julie, until next week, may all of us continue to rise and walk. Amen. <laughs> all right. Tune in next week. God bless you. Same time, same station. And we love you. <laughs>Thanks for listening to Rise and Walk with Richard and Julie Reyna. To listen or watch again, go to iTunes or visit the Guadalupe Radio Network Facebook page. Have a question or comment? Email us at riseandwalk at grnonline.com. And make sure to join us next week for another episode of Rise and Walk. you'll find the best marriage counselor, greatest healer, wisest teacher, and closest friend. It's a place where you'll escape the chaos of the world and find the lasting peace that only comes from God. Jesus is personally waiting to embrace you now with his divine mercy and healing love. Jesus is calling you home to his sacred heart today. I need a mercy. I need a savior. The Guadalupe Radio Network would like to thank Dr. Christopher York, an ENT doctor practicing the medical and surgical treatments of disorders of the ears, nose, and throat with an emphasis on thyroid and parathyroid surgery. Dr. York is also past president of the Catholic Physicians Guild of San Antonio and can be reached locally at 210-499-4589. Thank you, Dr. York, for your support of the Guadalupe Radio Network. The Archdiocese of San Antonio's Department for Pastoral Ministries is here to serve you. As the resurrection of the Lord brings new life in Christ, the Easter season brings new opportunities in ministry. Take a look at the upcoming offerings from the department as they strive to walk this journey together, virtually for now. For a complete list of calendar events for virtual meetings with the Archdiocese of San Antonio, visit the Pastoral Ministries page on the Archdiocesan website, archsa.org slash pastoral dash ministries. Transmitting the treasures of our Catholic faith to your radio every day. This is the Guadalupe Radio Network. Radio for your soul. Thanks for listening to KJMA 89.7 Floresville, San Antonio. On the Guadalupe Radio Network in South Texas. Catholic Radio for your soul. Catholic Radio for your soul. Heard also streaming on grnonline.com and on your smartphone.